Shall we, shall we pray, guys? Lord Jesus, we want to thank you. We want to thank you that, uh, that we're able to come and have fun in your presence um, and that you're a God that, that wants us to take every part of our life and every part of our journey um, and enjoy it and, and see you working through it, Lord Jesus. And as we uh, uh, kind of conclude this morning and look about um, how you would have us finish and how you would have us... Um, in times of kind of ending things and in times of, to, times of our life where we come across things for the final time, we, um, we ask you to kind of fill our spirits and fill our hearts with what you'd have us do and how you'd have us deal with these situations. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. I don't know about you, whether you prefer starting things or finishing things. I used to love every, um, every September kind of getting my new class timetable. Uh, and kind of going, which teacher am I going to have, um, or which rooms am I going to be in, and kind of sorting that out, and colouring in the timetable, uh, and things like that. Uh, I never really like did anything with it after, but I like colouring it in. It's like in primary school, uh, I think for me, primary school was my favourite time of life, okay? It was a time in primary school where you had no homework. Uh, that doesn't happen anymore, does it? Uh, they get their reading tests and, and things like that, but... Um, Every week, at every start of term, we used to get the chance to choose a topic, uh, something that we'd research, something that we'd look at to kind of um, get us thinking a bit more. And I remember one year, I was really excited because I loved starting new things. So, so I'd always do a front cover first. That's what I'd always do. Uh, and I remember one week, I'd do dinosaurs, and I'd be like, that's what I'm going to do. And then the next week, I'd be like, you know what, I'm bored of that already. Let's start a new one. And I got to the end of that term, and uh, my teacher said, Richard, let's have a look, because it was kind of free work. Let's have a look at, at your topic work. And he pulled it out, and there was 10 front covers of different things. I was very good at starting it, but you know what? I was rubbish. It's a bit like, at the minute in our house, it's getting better, but we've been doing some decorating. We've had a lot of work done on our house, and... Um, and I don't know whether you like decorating. Who likes decorating? A few people. That's good. Yeah, come to our ass. Um, that, that's good. We do good, uh, good line of tea and coffee, but uh, rubbish decorating. Uh, when we lived in Warrington, me and Laura lived in Warrington for five and a half years, we decided to decorate our bedroom. And uh, the colour scheme was beautiful. It was bright orange walls, yeah, and dark blue skirting boards and wood. You know what? That sounds like a suit I'd wear, you're right. Um, but you know what, because, because it was me who was decorating, um, and we did all the walls, that was fine. And we had all the furniture in, and you know it's hassle when you've got furniture in a room. I decided to just paint the skirting boards where you could see. So they'd be dark blue round, and then when we moved out, we sold it to a friend, which in some ways is great, but boy... When you took all the furniture out of this room, it was like blue, then white, then blue where you could see, and uh, yeah, it just shook his head. Um, but, uh, but, you know, some people like to start well, some people like starting things, but other times we kind of find it a bit, more, a bit harder um, to finish things, you know. But actually when we do finish well, there's a sense of completion, uh, there's a sense of I've done that. I can move on with our life. I'm going to, brilliant, we've got that up there, that's good. 
Um, but I wanted to think first of all about, about what the Bible says about finishing well. So I've got three kind of things up here uh, that Gary's going to gently move on. Is that right, Gary? Great. How, how does God do it? How does God finish well? Okay. And I've got three passages there. Uh, the first passage, okay, is from Luke 23, uh, and it's the criminal on the cross, okay? Uh, now, the, the, re- the crucifixion story is quite a famous one in Christianity. It's kind of the, one of the main re- things that we believe that keeps us focused on Jesus being the Son of God. But one of the things uh, that fascinates me is that this criminal on the cross, there was, there was two that's mentioned in the Bible, and this is what the passage says. One of the criminals who hung there hurled insults at him. Aren't you the Messiah? Save yourself and us. But the other criminal rebuked him. Don't you fear God, he said, since you are under the same sentence, we are punished justly, for we are getting what our deeds deserve. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus answered him, truly I tell you today, you will be with me in paradise. The thing is, our story can take on many different meanings. Our life can take on many different twists and turns. Sometimes we get things totally right. Other times we get things totally wrong. But actually, the way we finish things, the way we bring things together, makes a big difference. That's what that criminal found. John 14, 15 to 17, Jesus promises the Holy Spirit. This is what it says. If you love me, keep my commands, and I will ask the Father. And he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever, the Spirit of truth. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him or knows him. But you know him, and he lives, in, he lives with you and will be, with you, be in you, from John 14. The thing is, sometimes when things end, we think of it as a negative thing, don't we? We kind of think, oh, we, we, you know, some people will be leaving school, some people will leave a workplace, other people will leave family members behind, and, and we get all emotional, and, and perhaps we go, you know, something's missing. And Jesus realized this, but, but the thing is, Jesus understood that actually, you know, part of finishing well is about saying, hey, this is what happens next. And Jesus actually goes to, to say, you know, the Father is much greater than me and actually will give you so much more and the Spirit will give you so much more that you will do more than I have ever done. And Jesus understood that actually to finish well means that actually we look after what's going ahead. What's our legacy? What are we leaving behind and what are we going on to? Jesus knew things that would end, but actually, sometimes they need to end for the better to happen. Sometimes we need to step back and away from something so that actually we can flourish in what God has for us. The third piece of uh, the third Bible, Revelation 22, I'm not going to read all that, okay? But Eden restored, and I love this, because Jesus created us to be in relationship with him. That's what he created. Adam and Eve, the first, the first people on this earth, as the Bible talks about, um, talks about God walking in the garden. Okay, walking in the garden with Adam and Eve, hanging out with them, and kind of chatting to them through the through the daily uh, through the daily uh, daylight, and um, and all this stuff then happens after that. And so often, I don't know about you, but but in our circumstances, sometimes we don't see the bigger picture. We're just focused on our circumstances. And often they, we focus on the negative ones rather than the positive ones. But throughout the Bible, we see good things happening. We see bad things happening. But then the hope that God gives us through the word 
and through the prophecy that's the book of Revelation is that everything will be restored. A new, new Jerusalem with the new Eden, the new garden where we can walk with God again comes full circle. It doesn't matter what's happened before. God has this plan for us, this purpose for us, that we will go back to what we were created to be in relationship with God, walking with God. How amazing is that? That actually, you know, a previous chapter in Revelation 21, uh, it talks about uh, God being the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. God was with us in the beginning, walking with us. He's with us now. And he will be with us at the end. That hope. Because actually, sometimes we need that, don't we? Because when we're in something, we kind of think that actually it's not going our way. You know, you saw the cars uh, example there, the, the, the DVD. bit excited about the new film coming out called Planes, which is the new cars. And, and they look the same, but hey, I'm a kid. Um, but... Um, but Actually, when we see the things that God has for us and how he ends well. So the criminal on the cross, um, Jesus leaving the Holy Spirit with us and Eden restored. We understand that actually each of them brings hope. Each of them brings us to a place of restoration to be everything that we're created to be. So the question is, what does it do? What does ending well do? Why should we end well? Can we move on, Gary? Is that all right? Because sometimes we can kind of think, you know what, I'm in a situation, uh, I've lost my job, and you know what, I'm pretty bitter about it. Our emotions run very high and kind of low when when things come to an end. Like I say, we can kind of be upset, um, you know, maybe when we're mourning someone, and we can kind of be like, God, why did you take them from me? Or, you know, we might finish a situation, we might lose a job, or we might finish school, and we're like, oh, I don't want to move on, I want to be happy where I was. Um, when I was growing up as a teenager, uh, I used to do an article for Wilsthorpe magazine a um, long time ago now. And I used to be the music editor, get me, down with the kids. Maybe not. Um, but, uh, but I used to be a music editor. But my problem was I didn't like new music. So I liked a song and I'd get into it with a band or something like that. And I loved it that much. So I was like, don't release any more. I like that. And and it was very much like I wanted to stay in that place. And so often when things end and when things move on, we can kind of go, you know what? I don't want to do that. I don't want it to end. I don't want it. I I don't see any positives in it. But it does help us move on. When you end something well, it helps us to move on to what God has in store for us in the rest of our lives. If we end something badly whether that's school, whether that's college, whether that's work, whether that's a relationship, then it's really hard to have closure and it's really hard to move on. Jesus knew that. That's why the Holy Spirit was left for us. So people weren't kind of, and I'm sure the disciples at the time would have been like, well, you know what, Jesus has left us, you know what, what am I to do? Till the Holy Spirit came in the book of Acts. But actually, when when we stop and when we reflect and when we go, you know what, we want this to end well, Actually, we can move on to what God has for us. I'm just going to invite Laura up. Um, Laura's just going to share a story about how maybe the circumstance and the situation doesn't sound like it ended well, but how it worked out for the best. You know what? Every Monday I talk into this microphone and I'm all right, aren't I? And I'm not scared. But today I'm scared. Um, Must be you lot. (laughs) Two years ago, from about now, I was really, really, really excited to be starting a PGCE course to train to be a teacher. 
And so I started it. And for me, finishing well would have been doing really well on the course and getting a nice job as a teacher. So that's where I was headed. And as I was watching that clip of cars, it was a little bit like that. I uh, got through the course. I did my first placement. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Did all the academic work. Um, did okay. Not outstanding, but okay. Um, was on my final placement, final push. And applying for jobs. And I applied for a job that was perfect. It was three days a week. It was in Toton. The head teacher was a fantastic Christian man. Brilliant, my job. And I applied, and I got an interview. There's where the story didn't quite follow as I thought it would. The realization that I was going to become a teacher if I got this job made me realize that teaching was not what I wanted to do or thought that I would be good at. Now, it was a hard time, a really hard time, and I really struggled and thought, I need to get this finished. I need to do this. I don't give up. And so, but anyway, I couldn't finish it, and I realized that that was not what I wanted to do. So I didn't actually go for the interview. I rang them up, and I said, I'm sorry. um, I'm going to withdraw from the application. And I went to university, and I withdrew from the course. And then I thought, this is not ending well. What am I going to do? So I had a week or so to kind of regroup and did a lot of praying and a lot of talking to people close to me. And I decided that I just needed to get a job. I needed to just get a job to get my mind off what was going on and think about what I was going to do. So I applied for loads of jobs. It's really hard to get a job. Um, And I ended up at the end of, because I finished the course the beginning of May, and in June, I got a job at Nottingham University doing an admin post. It was just a temporary maternity cover, but I thought this will do. This will get me back into um, kind of realizing and looking for a plan in all of this. So I started that job, and it was fine. It was by no means very exciting, but it was a job. Helped pay the bills. Um, and then towards the end of term, the head teacher of Amy and Joel's school, who knew exactly what I was doing or had done and he'd asked me how my interview had gone at the school that I got an interview at and I told him that I decided that that wasn't what I was doing. Anyway, a few weeks later I got a phone call from him and he said, Laura, I would really like you to come and work at our school. He said, I've got a year five group who I'd really like you to come and do some intervention work with. He said, I can only give you a job until Easter. I was like wow. And so it was really hard because it would only been my job that I'd got for like a month. And I was like, but I knew that if I went to work at Grange, I'd be able to use the skills that I'd learn and be able to do something that I knew that I would really enjoy. So I did. So <laughs> I resigned from a job that, at the university and I worked there till the end of August. And last September, I started work at Grange as a teaching assistant doing intervention work with small groups. And um, to cut a long story short, so if you imagine the um, Cars film, I was a bit like the one that crashed and burned. And then, if you think of God as the Lightning McQueen figure, came and pushed me past the post. Because now, 
um, from September, and I have a permanent contract at Grange, and I'm working as a teaching assistant there, which I love. So as much as it wasn't how I expected to finish, it is finishing well and in the way that God's sent me. So that's my little story. I think it... I think in that situation, you know, Laura could have really just gone, I don't want anything to do with education. You know, I've had it up to here. I can't cope. It's doing my head in. But actually what she realized was God had put her on that process for a reason. And because the process had finished, not maybe as she'd expected it, but it wasn't, there wasn't bitterness there and there wasn't kind of stress there about it. Actually, God was still able to use her in a situation that he'd always intended to use her. And that's amazing, isn't it? So actually, God helps us to move on. It also, ending well, also gives God an opportunity to work. You know, so often, you know, I know as a manager, as a line manager, but also kind of on various different um, trustees of charities, that so often people come and go, and sometimes that doesn't end well. Uh, I work for an organization, for those that don't know, called Youth for Christ, and I've been working for them for about 17 years And when I started, um, they had a really bad reputation of people ending badly. To the point when I came to Nottingham and and was looking to set up Nottingham Youth for Christ about 13 years ago, I went to meet the city centre youth leaders. And they all said, uh, we're happy for you to come, but we don't want Youth for Christ here. That's what they said, because each of them had had a bad experience of things ending badly. And that just goes to show that actually when things end badly, God... God can intervene, but actually it's so much easier for God to minister in situations that ended well. And as a person that's been on the receiving end of things ending, actually the surprise to line managers and other people that you're accountable to, to, for you to take it well and kind of go, not kind of get walked all over, but actually go, okay, well, if I'm finishing this contract or I'm finishing this thing, then let's end it well. Let's have an exit interview. Let's have something where we can sit down and, and thank, thank each other for the good stuff that's happened as well as learn from the bad stuff. Because ending well isn't just going, oh, I'm going to let you walk all over me. It's kind of going, let's see what God's done through this. And let's see the positives as well as the negatives. So it gives God an opportunity to work. And also, as I mentioned earlier, it draws hope in hopeless situations. So many times we will find things ending for whatever reason. And sometimes we can kind of see, what's the point of this? Why did I ever try in the first place? What, what, you know, what made me go through this? Because I knew it was always going to end badly. But actually, if it ends well, we see that hope of the new Eden and the new Jerusalem restored. Our relationship with God can be enhanced and brought to fruition through things ending, ba- through things ending well rather than than it ending badly. I've just, as, as Andrew mentioned earlier, I've just finished an MA in mission and evangelism. And uh, we had our graduation the other week. It was very grand. I was all capped and gowned. I thought there'd be an embarrassing picture up there. So thank you for that, Andy. Um, but it did feel a bit like Harry Potter in the front row. Um, sorry, if you're offended by that, this is Adrian Mancini speaking. Um, and uh, I would never watch Harry Potter. Um, but I was sat there with my cap and gown and stuff like that and all these professors and, and all this kind of thing. Um, and there was a couple of hairy ones as well, which made, I, I can't remember the name. Is it Grumbledore or whatever his name is? I don't know. Um, but, um, 
But, but it, was really, it was a really nice celebration. We had worship at the beginning of it, uh, and we just looked at what God had done. We honoured those people that had, that had done well. We honoured those people that maybe struggled a little bit. There was one, one lad who'd done a Bachelor of Arts in, in youth ministry, and it had taken him seven or eight years because of a disability that he had. And the stand innovation to that was amazing. Because we were honouring people that had took a short period of time, that had took a long period of time, but it was important for people to finish well. In all circumstances, you know, in the book of Ecclesiastes, it says there's a time for everything. And we need to honour God in that and not kind of take it personally and kind of go, oh, it's all about me, because I do that a lot. It's all about me. Um, I don't want to finish decorating because I can't be bothered. I don't want to do this because I can't, you know, I can't be bothered to get around to it. But let's honour God in everything that we do, including ending. Even when it puts us out, even when we don't feel up for it, let's see God working and bringing hope in every situation. What I'd love us to do, just to finish and end well today, uh, if, you're in, if you're at a moment where something's ending, maybe it's a school year, maybe it's a job, maybe it's a relationship, maybe it's um, retirement you're coming up to, maybe it's redundancy, maybe it's exams that you're finishing at the minute. I'd just like you to stand up. That'd be great. Come on. Come on, this is the easiest appeal I've ever done. I'm not asking you to follow Jesus again. I'm just asking, if there's anyone finishing, uh, no one's finishing anything. Wow. There's some people finishing school years. Gordon Bennett. Okay, don't stand up, just wiggle your fingers. Would that make it easier? No, go on. Okay, great. Um, what I'd love us to do, um, <laughs> I'm used to doing appeals and no one's standing up. Um, but uh, if you're a breathing, please stand. No, they're all dead. That's right. No, great. If you're stood up, then... Just people around you, if you're not around them, just reach out your arm. We're just going to pray for them, that, that things end well, that things finish well, and they, that God can work in that situation, and God will take them on to greater and better things. Um, just, just reach out your hands to someone nearby, and just kind of just pray. Uh, yeah, let's pray. Lord Jesus, we want to thank you that you're in everything that happens in our life. Lord, that, that you can work even in the deepest, darkest kind of hard moments of our lives, whether that's an outworking that other people can see or whether that's something we're going through internally. Uh, maybe there's relationships that are ending that we, that we don't want to kind of, uh, that we don't want to accept or, or maybe there's stuff going on with school that um, we're moving on in school years, whatever it is. Lord Jesus, we want to pray that these people will end well. That they will end it well, that you will be in the middle of it and because of the ending well, you will work, your glory will be seen, but also they will grow on to bigger and better things because they're, they're seeing you in this situation. Lord, thank you, Jesus. You're with us everywhere we go. Lord, I pray that you bring hope to the hopeless and that your glory will be shone in every situation. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Jim.